It's One Storytime, a podcast for kids of all ages who want to become investigators of God's Word, the one story of redemption in Jesus Christ. In each episode, we will learn an amazing Word of the Week, investigate a challenging question about God and His world, or to discover how to apply a Bible story to our lives. So let's get started. Here's our host, Dr. John Kwasny, but you can just call him Doc. Hello, everyone. So good to be back with you again on One Story Time. Do you know that there are many things in this life that are just really hard to explain to another person? Sometimes the person is too young to understand. Sometimes the subject is just too complicated to explain well. Or the person doesn't have the ability to really understand it. I have a friend who has tried to explain to me the job he does for a living three different times, and I still couldn't tell you what he does. Your parents may try to explain why things are the way they are, but you're still left asking why. You just can't understand it. We so desperately want to understand things, don't we? That's why why is one of our favorite words. We want to know why. Well, one of the ways we try to explain things is by comparing it to something else. We say something is like something else that is easier to understand. One of my favorite comparisons is this. Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. That was a way to explain that life is hard, confusing, and often surprising. Today, we're going to explain something very hard to understand. Here it is. How can God be three and one at the same time? This is also known as the doctrine of the Trinity. The Bible teaches us that there's only one God, but this one God is three persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's very confusing, isn't it? God is either one God or three. How can he be both? Well, one way people have tried to explain this is by teaching that the Trinity is like something that is easier to understand. For example, the Trinity is like a three-leaf clover. One clover, but three parts. Or the Trinity is like an apple. One apple with three parts, the fruit part, the core, and the seeds. Or the Trinity is like a person with three roles. I am a man, I am a husband, and I am a father, but I'm one person. Or finally, the Trinity is like water. Water can be in a solid form, a liquid form, or a gas form. Well, as interesting all these comparisons are, they are wrong. They do not describe the Trinity well at all. Actually, they'll make you believe a false teaching about God. So let's discard all of those examples for now. Instead of trying to make a comparison, let's focus on what the Bible teaches us about God as three and one. First, the Bible teaches that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are distinct persons of the Godhead. Second, the Bible teaches that each person is fully God. Third, the Bible teaches that there's only one God. Well, let's talk about all those things, starting with Philippians 1, verse 2. 
Paul writes, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So clearly, the Father is God. Well, then there's this verse from Titus 2.13. Waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Did you hear that? Jesus, our Savior, is also God. And then we have Acts chapter 5, verses 3 and 4. That reads, But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back for yourself part of the proceeds of the land? While it remained unsold, did it not remain your own? And after it was sold, was it not at your disposal? Why is it that you have contrived this deed in your heart? You have not lied to man, but to God. Did you hear Peter? When Ananias lied to the Holy Spirit, he was lying to God. So the Bible teaches that the Holy Spirit is God too. So does this mean that there are just three different ways to look at God or that the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are just different roles that God plays? No, not at all. We need to look to God's word again to see that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are distinct persons. Listen to John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. So in this verse, we see that the Father and the Son are different. The Father sent the Son into the world. Then when the son returned to the father, John 14, 26 says that the father and the son sent the Holy Spirit into the world. So the Holy Spirit must be different than the father and the son. Are you starting to understand? God is three persons, not just three different names or roles or functions of God. One of the best places in the Bible to see all three persons of God at work is at the baptism of Jesus. Do you know that story? Before beginning his earthly ministry, Jesus went to John the Baptist to be baptized. He did not need to be forgiven since he was without sin, but rather he needed to fulfill all righteousness of God's law and purpose. After being baptized by John, we read these words in Mark 1, verses 10 and 11. And when Jesus came up out of the water, immediately he saw the heavens being torn apart and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son, with you I am well pleased. So we have Jesus, the Son of God, coming out of the water. We have God the Holy Spirit descending on him like a dove. And we have God the Father speaking from heaven, telling his son how pleased he is with him. Isn't that awesome? All three persons of the Trinity in one place at one time. So this proves to us that the Father is not the Son, the Son is not the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is not the Father. Jesus is God, but he is not the Father or the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God, but he is not the Son or the Father. The Father is God, but he is not the Son or the Spirit. Do you get it? 
Well, it can certainly hurt my head, but it's true. Okay, let's go a bit further on this question of how God can be three and one at the same time. If God is three persons, does this mean that each person is one third of a whole God? Is each person of the Trinity like one piece of a pie where the three pieces all make up one whole pie? No. The Bible does not teach that God is divided into three parts. It is clear that all three persons of the Trinity are fully 100% God. For example, Colossians 2.9 says about Jesus, In him all the fullness of God dwells in bodily form. Jesus is fully God, not just a piece of a God pie. And the same goes for the Holy Spirit. So if each person of the Trinity is fully God, does that mean there are three gods? No. The Bible teaches us over and over again that there is only one God. Isaiah 45, 21, 22 says this, There is no other God besides me, a righteous God and a Savior. There is none besides me, for I am God and there is no other. Again, we say God is one God in three distinct persons, equal in power and glory. If there is one place in the Bible that brings this all together, it is Matthew 28, verse 19. We often call this verse the Great Commission. Jesus is commissioning his disciples and us to go into all the world and preach the good news of salvation in Jesus. Here's what Jesus said. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. There it is. Jesus himself describes the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit as distinct persons. We are to baptize people in the name of all three. Each person of the Trinity must be equally God because Jesus places them on the same level. And if you are listening, we are baptized into the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, not names. Jesus uses the singular to again demonstrate that we have only one God. We can conclude confidently that God is three and God is one, even though it is something we will never fully understand. God is one in essence, yet he is three in persons. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are fully God and yet are distinct persons. So, as we said in the beginning of this episode, we must be careful to try to understand the Trinity by comparing it to something easier to understand. To compare God to a three-leaf clover or an apple, or to the three rolls of a human, or to water, is to end up in serious error. The fact is that God is incomparable. He is totally above and different than all that he has created. You can't compare him to anything. It is just so important that we stick to what the Bible teaches about God instead of coming up with some creaturely comparison. So praise God with me today that he is one God in three persons. See you next time.
Thank you for investigating God's Word with us today. One Story Time is brought to you by One Story Ministries, provider of Christ-centered Bible curriculum for the church, home, and school. You can discover more about our resources for children, youth, and adults by visiting onestoryministries.org. Please share this podcast with your friends, family, and church so you can talk about it together. Until next time, keep learning, loving, and living out God's Word.